People keep asking me, how do you keep going? What is it that makes you continue to go and you just don't give up? Like I fall sometimes, but I don't stay down. And I think that's because a long time ago, I realized, I realized that, you know, I had to count on myself for one. I'm learning to count on other people, but that's been, that's been super difficult for me. So I'm learning to do that. But ultimately, no one's coming to save you. No one's coming to save me. I have to, I know that I have to step up and do the right things in order to, to net the right results, right? And if I lie down and stop trying, I'm never going to reach any results at all. So I think that I continually improve, um, Maybe it's not fast enough for some and that's fine, but that's, that's their deal, not mine. Um, I'm here to live my life path and they're there to live theirs. And, uh, you know, my level of expediency should not really matter to them. And so I think when you are going through, um, something that, you know, you're trying to improve your life, you're trying to do more, be more, uh, experience more. <laughs> get out into the world more. When you're trying to do that, you're going to be faced with a lot of challenges. Trust me. Some of them are fair and just and, and rightful challenges that you will need to overcome in order to take the next steps and the next steps and the next steps. But there are some trials that you may or may not encounter that are not justified, that are not okay. And I think that I faced a lot of those for whatever reason, I don't know, but I did. And that just brings out a lot of, a lot of frustration, a lot of, um, anger. And it's funny too, because when I first started my journey, I was really hoping to tap into more of my feminine energy. And then I became surrounded by a lot of very powerful men and they had it in their mind because they had been trained a certain way by other powerful men that the only way to attain greatness or something better in your life was to do that in one particular static way. So they had a plan and it worked for many people, but then they met me <laughs> and it did, it did not work. And so um, part of that, I think the reason is, is that I felt a lot of, um, injustice was occurring. I felt that there was no one engaging with me to find out why I was doing some of the things that I was doing. They were just judging the action or the non-actions rather than having a conversation and working collectively with me. It was an oversight, um, cap where they were directing and judging rather than cooperating and understanding. And I think as females, when we are trying to improve and we are trying to build and grow, we cannot be without our families. We cannot be without those relationships. We need them in our lives. 
you know, it's our, it was our job to raise them. And if you're, if you're past that and they're grown, you still need those relationships. You can't have them, um, torn or separated from you in, in just terrible ways. And then, um, you also can't have, um, have a lack of communication. You know, women need to be able to communicate, to hear what they're saying and, and have that feedback and the guidance that comes from that feedback, you know? Um, and I think that at certain ages, females go through, and, and I'm sure males do too. I know they do. I know they go, there is male menopause, but, um, women do go through changes. Their bodies go through changes when they're younger, when they're older. And when they're older, they cannot be expected to, to conform at the same level that a 25 or 30 year old man can perform at. It's not practical. It's not reasonable. It's not possible. And so that is some of the injustices that I had experienced. There was many, there was many more, but those are just a few that really stuck out to me that, you know, as much as I respected and wanted very badly to work with some of these folks, I don't think that the expectations that were, um, that were set before me were something that I was going to be able to attain. And so, you know, and certainly not in the way that was presented to me to, to attain it. I think that as an older female, that it, you're not able to function in, in the way that you were when you were 20, you know? And so, um, you know, my body had gone through a tremendous amount of changes, you know, after I had had cancer and then I went and, um, my body, because I, they put me on medication, my body was thrown into almost, almost overnight. One, one day I had been on the medication for about a year, was not having any problems, was doing just fine. And then all of a sudden I started to experience high anxiety, which I'd never had before, um, sleeplessness. And I was trying to get up at 4am and follow this regime that I was being told to follow. I just couldn't do it. I was, was wiped out emotionally. I was wiped out. Like physically, I, I just didn't have it. Um, and that was frustrating for me. You know, it felt like a huge failure, but what I, when I look back, um, I have to have a little bit of grace for myself because I realized that none of them who were directing these behaviors for me, although it may have been for my betterment, they didn't see that it was such a struggle. They didn't realize that there was some physical stuff going on that was keeping me from being able to make some of these moves. And so, and I'm not, I'm certainly not making excuses. You know, I've been able to do a lot of things and a lot of things differently, but there were some physical limitations that was not going to, it just wasn't going to happen. And so um, and I think when you are intuitively aware of energies and energy levels, you know, from becoming a Reiki master and learning about energy and being in tune to my own energy and my own body, 
uh, tremendously, it becomes very difficult when, um, when energies change and when things have to drastically change. It's not, it, you can sense it. So, and, and it becomes very difficult to overcome that. So if you're going through the struggle and you're trying to take direction from people that have done it and, and they, they're, they're feeding you the same way that they did it, just be careful. I, you know, I'm not saying that it's not, it's not bad, or I'm not saying that it is bad to follow others and to, um, to learn from their, their path and their challenges and their mistakes. It is, it's great. You know, we all need coaches to be able to better our lives because if they can do it, then you can do it. Right. But there are some people who cannot follow the same path that others have taken. And I probably stayed in rooms a little bit too long. Um, you know, part of me is, is drastically loyal, incredibly loyal. And so I found myself probably staying in rooms just far too long than than I should have, because I was not going to be able to make those same sacrifices that some of them had made to be able to attain what they attained. And, you know, I had other limitations that they may, may or may not have had as well. So you have to very, you have to be able to choose and discern wisely who you are using as a coach and who you are going to move forward with because you don't want someone who's going to push you outside of your physical capabilities. You know, you want somebody who's going to push you. Yes. But you don't want somebody who's going to, um, expect, uh, um, probably an impossibility. Uh, so I would just caution you that if you are looking to work with someone, you know, be mindful of, of the path that they have led know, learn about them, learn about what they did to get to where they are and how they attained what they um, were able to attain, whether it's physical, mental, you know, financial, whatever the case may be, whatever you're going for, really assess and study the people that you are in the room with and see if it really is a very good fit for you. Because if it's not, then you need to find somebody else. You need to move on and be able to find the people that are going to help push you, but yet at the same time, be supportive of you and be able to um, help you in your particular path, you know, because your path is different than anybody else's much as the same as mine was different, different from anybody else's as well. So we don't all run the same path, not at all. So I would just say, you know, you, you can continue, you know, working with people as long as you're comfortable with it. But the minute that you become uncomfortable, the minute that you realize that, that that's not going to work for you, you should probably think about looking elsewhere and, and moving to another direction, you know? And I think that that really what it takes to, to move forward, to succeed, to do something different in your life is just to be determined. And, you know, how do you stay determined? Well, I think a little bit of stubbornness comes in handy. Um, you know, and you have to be able to apply pressure to yourself that you, you have to look at you, what you're doing 
as if as if each day is is a brand new situation you know um and i think what what i mean by that is that you know you have to apply the pressure on yourself you know every single day and whether that means that you have to stay up till nine or 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night, 12 o'clock at night to get something done because you said you were going to get it done, then you need to do that. You need to honor your word and honor um, the agreements that you make, you know, be loyal to the people that are there for you and are supportive of you. And, you know, through that, it keeps you going, you know, um, you, you want to be able to bend you don't want to, you don't want to break, right? So do you, you continue to apply the pressure to your life, to your situation, to whatever it is that you are going for and just don't give up on yourself because that's the worst thing you can do. Cause the minute you lay down and you give up on yourself, it's all over. Like you might as well, you know, just go watch TV for 20 hours and do nothing. Um, because that's the, I mean, you're never going to get anywhere by giving up. So you have to, you have to keep going. You have to stay consistent. Uh, you have to, you have to find the right people and you have to apply the pressure yourself. Nobody's going to do that for you. You know, you can, you can listen to all the motivation you want. You can feed your mind with all the gurus out there that are, telling you how to do things or what to do or giving you that, that power speech. But really at the end of the day, if you can't talk to yourself, if you can't say to yourself, this is not what I want for my life. I want better. I want more. I want to do something different and mean it by taking action. Then nobody's going to help you. Nobody's going to be able to do anything for you. You're going to have to find that within you. People have asked me, you know, how do you apply the pressure like you do? And I guess probably because I spent a lot of time, um, I spent a lot of time as a kid, you know, just doing a lot of reading, do a lot of studying, um, watching, watching a lot of self-help um, gurus for lack of a better term. And I learned a lot from them. And I learned, I think mostly that, you know, if that I have, I have to be accountable to me. I have to be a feel comfortable with the level of, um, the level of action that I'm taking and be able to, you know, put myself to bed at night and know that I did everything that, that I felt was either that I felt was right or that I felt was comfortable for me in that, in that 24 hour period. Because, you know, one of the things that I, you know, you look at other people, other successful people, and you realize that they all have the same amount of time in one day that I do. So if they're able to do certain things, you know, I just have to find the right support system and have to find the right path once I find that there's no, there's nothing that should be able to stop me. And there's nothing that should be able to stop you either. You know, we all do need the, the right support system. We all do need the right path. And, and I understand that but once you find that, and once you're on that path, 
it's up to you to keep taking those steps. It's up to you to use your 24 hours wisely, you know, to use your, your net time, which is your no extra time. Um, you know, when I first started, um, you know, engaging and, and doing things differently in my life, I was using like my car rides as my audiobooks. I was watching videos as I, you know, not watching, but listening to YouTube videos really as I was driving down the road. Um, you know, I would put my phone up on the dash and I would run those videos consistently. So I would absorb the information. I would, um, let me say I would, you know, when I was walking, I was listening to an audiobook. When I just before bed would make sure that I would either read or absorb some sort of information or, you know, do a, a study that I was, you know, part of or something. You know, like I was always engaged in something. I don't waste my time with TV. I think um, I get my news if I if I choose to. I get it when I it, I'll seek it out to read it. I don't watch TV. It's very rare that I'll watch movies. Um, I just find it slightly a, a waste of time, a waste of brain power. But, you know, it is nice once in a while to relax too. So I have been allowing myself to do that, you know, a couple nights a week. Maybe I'll watch a movie here or there now. But for the most part, I don't watch, I don't waste my time watching TV. So I try to engage in things that will feed my mind, that will bring me to another level, that will give me the information that I need to be able to, um, help myself and my family. And, um, you know, and God's been, God's been giving me a lot of grace in that and allowed me the time to do that. Thank God. Um, you know, because it's not been easy. It's been a really tough road. Um, and like I said, it's not been full of, um, honorable people or just behaviors either. So I have had to sit and wait until some of those, either the people went away or the behavior changed because there was not going to be any way to act through what I was experiencing. So sometimes I did have to sit and I had to wait and I had to watch and listen and discern whether or not it was okay for me to take a step or not truly for me to be able to take a step or not not whether i'm pleasing somebody else not whether i'm following the path of somebody who doesn't actually engage with me and talk with me whether it was right for me to take a step which is exactly what you need to do too so be mindful of the people that are giving you direction yes you know using a coach is great but you want to be able to discern whether or not it's truly right for you to take a step because you, your coach may not see everything else that's going on in your life. So you have to, you have to be able to discern whether or not, you know, certain actions or certain things are right for you. Okay. And so, you know, thank, thank God again, that God gave me the gift of discernment and being able to see situations, um, clearly in many instances. And, and hopefully you will have that too. You know, if you take that moment, if you really listen 
to what people are saying around you and listen to your coach. Listen to your instincts, your intuition, tap into that and know whether or not that, um, that the path is right, that the path is a godly path, that the path is, um, is the way that you want to go, right? So not every path leads to salvation and you don't want the path that doesn't, I can tell you that. So, you know, how, how do I keep going? Well, you know, like I said, I, it starts with a whole lot of stubbornness. It starts with a whole lot of determination, you know, just self-determination. I've always wanted, um, you know, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. You know, I settled for a really long time in my life, but at the same time I didn't. So, you know, when it came to wanting to take care of my family, wanting more for my family, wanting to give them more and, and have attain what I felt was a, a normal, uh, level of living for us, a normal quality of living. Um, that meant that I had to work harder. It meant that I had to show up more. It meant that I had to do overtime. It may at times have meant that I worked two or three jobs. I mean, you just had to, I, I just had to do what I had to do to make sure that I maintained the level of, um, the lifestyle that I thought that my family deserved at the time. And you know what? I look back and I wish that I could have done more, honestly. And uh, it saddens me that I wasn't able to. But at the same time, it also saddens me that I wasn't there as much. So it's, you know, it's a balancing act. But I can tell you that, you know, you you can't have more and you can't maintain a a, a certain lifestyle. And that doesn't mean a high lifestyle. We didn't, you know, we weren't eating off of gold plates. We were, it was just a normal, a normal home. You know, we took trips every once in a while and, you know, had a car and whatever. I mean, it wasn't extravagant, but it was provided, you know, by myself. And, um, you know, and, and I think that the kids had a fairly decent life. Thank God. Um, but you know, it comes with sacrifice and I was always willing to make those sacrifices. So unless you're willing to make sacrifices, unless you're willing to stay loyal to yourself, um, and to your dreams, you know, then, then it would be very difficult to attain any kind of change in your life, but you do have to stay loyal to yourself. You have to stay stubborn. You have to know what's right for you. You have to make a lot of decisions and be comfortable with whatever those decisions are and don't look back and have to, um, make apologies or excuses for them. You have to, you have to stand firm you know, on, on whatever decision you're making and live with it, you know, cause not every decision you're going to make is going to be good. Mine weren't. Yeah, I got a small list of people you could call and ask, but you know, at the end of the day, it just, um, there was reasons. There was reasons I made some of the decisions that I made and, and it was okay. And I look back and I'm still okay with it. 
So it may not have netted me over the last five years what I had hoped it would, um, you know, but at the same time, I don't have much regret because there was a whole lot of other things that, that maybe others did not see that might've been happening for the reasons why I was doing some of the things that I was doing. And so that's, I guess that's what I would say, you know, just use your discernment, stay loyal to yourself and loyal to your goals, no matter how long it takes. It doesn't matter how long it takes. Don't let anybody tell you, you only have a certain amount of time. You don't. You were, you brought yourself here. Your spirit came here on a mission to live a certain life and far be it from anybody, anybody to tell you, you can't do that, that you only have the certain amount of time. Why? Why do you only have a certain amount of time? Who are they to tell you that you only have a year to do this, or you only have two years to, to attain anything? Who are they? Nobody. You do what's right for you. If you're sick, attend to your health. If you're going through a physical or a mental crisis, attend to those things. If your family is hurting, attend to your family. But I will say also that even though you do need to attend to yourself and your family, there are times where sometimes those things do have to take a backseat. You do have to continue to push forward. Um, you do have to decide whether or not, you know, some of these things that seemingly in the past were important might really just be distractions. And so if they're distractions, you want to remove those from your life, right? You don't want to continue to be sidetracked and off, off kilter when you are trying to move forward and you know, you're moving in this path, you're moving forward, you found your path, you found your people that are going to support you on that path and everything's working well. And then all of a sudden something happens with the family. Well, you have to really discern whether or not that's something with your family is enormous enough to take you off that, that path, or can they, can you be supportive of them and not present? Can you be, um, helpful in ways that doesn't take you off of your, uh, your path, your tra trajectory, right? So there's been a hard, there's been some hard decisions that I've had to actually make where things were terrible. Um, but within 24 hours, they weren't so terrible through a lot of conversation, a lot of being present there on the phone, being able to talk to them in video and, you know, offering assistance in, in a way that didn't take me off my path, but allowed them to feel like they were being heard, they were being seen and they were being supported was super important. So I would also say to you, you know, be really, um, be really hard on, on the choices that you make, be, make sure that you make those hard choices because it's not easy to say, no, I can't come at, at the drop of a hat. I've got to, I've got to continue this path, but here's what I can do. 
So you discern that even if you have to take a few hours and just, you know, let me call you back and, and let's talk about this, you know, in, in three hours and then let's reconvene and see what else can be done because that taking that small break really helps to start to think about some alternative options because there's always a way, there's always a way to do whatever it is you want to do. Always. You just have to be more creative with some of the solutions. That's all. And so I, that's another thing, you know, be discerning, be creative, um, you know, and just find, find the people that will really support you and kind of have walked the path that you want to be walking. That's the best advice that I can give you as to how I continue to keep going. And like I said, be a little, be a little selfish, be a little stubborn and be a lot discerning. That's it.